ஹலோ எவ்ரிபடி வெல்கம் டு த லிட்டில் ஃபெலஸ் பாட்காஸ்ட் அ பிராண்ட் நியூ எபிசோட் அண்ட் ஐ ஹாவ் கிருஷ்ணா வித் மீ அண்ட் பிகோனோ லுக் அஹெட் ஆஃப் தி இந்தியா ஆஸ்திரேலியா ஒன் டே சீரீஸ் விச் இஸ் கோயிண்ட் டு ஹேப்பன் இன் அ ஃபியூ டேஸ் டைம் அண்ட் பிஃபோர் வி கோயிங் டு த வீடியோ ப்ளீஸ் லைக் ஷேர் அண்ட் சப்ஸ்கிரைப் தி கண்டென்ட் ப்ளீஸ் கிளிக் தி பெல் ஐக்கன் டூ ஸோ தட் யூ வில் கெட் நோட்டிஃபைட் வென் ஆ வீடியோ கம்ஸ் அண்ட் the twitter and insta links are in the description you can go follow and uh, interact with us we'll respond to every comment possible basically so please do that so hi krishna first of all uh, uh, how good to see team india back after a long time ah uh, yeah uh, hello shreyas uh, thank you for having me on the podcast today yeah so as you said uh, india are finally back playing international cricket after a long ordeal i think the last uh, bit of international cricket action that we saw as indian fans was in new zealand and it wasn't a, a happy series we demolished them in the t20s but we lost the odi and the test leg of the tour, the tour and it it wasn't great because uh, the odi series and the test series had some young guns playing for india abroad and um, i was really disappointed the way in which we played in the test series and in the one day series because we were not able to negotiate the pace swing and bounce of the new zealand bowlers so given that many of our youngsters played in that series it was a big worry but uh, of course it's their first series abroad pretty sure uh, they'll come around and uh, this uh, particular squad also has a lot of exciting talent uh, very unfortunate that we do not have rohit sharma in the uh, odi lineup but we do have uh, shubman gill a uh, lot of uh, uh barging has been happening for shubman gill to be part of at least the odi squad uh from people outside but uh, now that shubman gill is part of the squad and with rohit sharma not being present i think uh, shubman gill will definitely get uh, a good chance this series same goes for uh, mayank agarwal as well so yeah well, i'm really excited to see this uh, new phase of indian cricket and how well the the newcomers uh, get into their roles yeah uh, i agree on most of the points krishna and uh, one other thing that uh, i need to uh, stress on here is that your the series is actually happening in australia right uh, there was actually some rumors uh, during the ipl that uh, the series would continue in uae post uh, the ipl and uh, bcc and uh, even cricket australia they have done a good job to make it happen actually and uh, hope uh, the series does happen without any covid uh, issues or uh, any issues of uh, any kind actually so let's get into the uh, india form uh, i wanted to talk about the 2019 world cup so actually what uh, i think is we should plan from world cup to world cup uh, like how england do right i mean uh, many teams do that even australia to an extent if you actually see they performed from world cup to world cup so what went wrong in the 2019 world cup uh, primarily what i think is uh, it's not just a one game choke it is a failure to plan properly for like four long years what do you think uh yes so yes i agree on the fact that it was a one game choke uh, because if you look at our top 3 it has been probably the best top 3 the world has ever seen right from 2015 to 2019 and i think those those kind of one off days are very normal in cricket it's happened to the best of players and just because uh, 
Kohli, Rohit Sharma and Shikhar Dhawan failed to perform. So not Shikhar Dhawan. KL Rahul failed to perform in that one game. Uh, you cannot, uh, you know, tarnish their pedigree as uh, one of as the best batsman that the white ball format has ever seen. So in that sense, yes, uh, I think it was a one game choke. But uh, if you look at the team management, uh, there are definitely a lot of questions as to whether the uh, talented players are getting enough backing from the team management and Kohli as captain. This has been very vocal of late because uh, even though some players have performed very consistently, at least at the IPL level, their white ball chances have been very limited in the last two to three years. So now we have uh, some decent backups in pace voting. Navdeep Saini and Shardul Thakur have started getting some chances. It is very essential because uh, Shami and Bumra are our two main pace, pace bowlers now. Uh, assuming Bhuvaneshwar Kumar is yet to find this brilliant form from uh, the 2017-2018 uh, years. So in that case, uh, I think it is now clear that Shami and Bumra are our very important pace bowlers and frontline pacers. So I think there is still a vacancy for the third spot. Uh, there are a few competitors for it in the form of uh, Navdeep Saini, Shardul Thakur, and uh, maybe even Mohamed Siraj if he starts becoming consistent with white ball. So in that sense, I think it is better to have two backup pacers. It is something the team management should look at very closely. And uh, in the spin department, we have uh, Ejwendra Chahal and Kuldeep Yadav. Uh, I think they definitely have the years in front of them to serve Indian cricket for longer periods. And given that the next World Cup will be in India, it is really important that Chahal and Kuldeep uh, stay fit and uh, stay threatening as ever. Uh, with regards to the spin department, I think I'd be interested to seeing at least one more spinner, preferably an off spinner, uh, because uh, that will give us more variety. Uh, Jadeja is a supreme athlete, a very good fielder, and a very good uh, all-rounder in uh, spin-conducive conditions. So I'm assuming Jadeja will make the cut to the next World Cup. Uh, but apart from that, uh, I think the Indian middle order is still a question. Number four is still a question. Uh, is Risham Pant getting the enough backing that he deserves is another question. MS Dhoni is gone now. His chapter is completed. So no more... Uh, uh, there are no more concerns of whether MS Dhoni is available. Of course, he was not going to play the next World Cup. But now that MS Dhoni has cleared the road for the other wicket keepers, it is high time that India actually start looking at wicket keeper options. And, uh, you know, I, I think Pant is the guy who should be back because uh, he has the he, he has that slight amount of experience that you're asking for. Uh, you're not you're not going to... I don't think uh, the Indian team management is going to back Sanju Samson in the ODI format at least. They're looking at Sanju Samson as a T20 option. So in the ODA format, if you look at the keepers that we have tried after Dhoni, I think one is Pant and the other one is KL Rahul. Uh, I think KL Rahul should be relieved of his keeping duties because that puts undue pressure on his batting. And that also puts questions on his fitness. So in that sense, I think it is essential that Pant is back as long as possible. Yes, if, he's, if he underperforms, if he's, uh, if he's not getting you the runs, then you can probably give him a knock on the head and maybe ask him to do well in domestic cricket and then come back. But he was in decent form before he got dropped. So I'm not sure as to why Pant was not back for the series. Yeah, as, uh, as you said, Shreyas, uh, I think uh, in ODIs, the only relevancy is the World Cup. In that sense, it is really important that we look at World Cup to World Cup. Yeah, I don't actually like uh, completely agree with your point. Like You told that uh, Pant should be back, right? But uh, yeah, even I think so, but I don't think the selectors, uh, they are focusing on that. I mean, uh, what I think is the squad for the World Cup 
it should be locked by mid 2022 at least i think uh, you would agree on that right so are they like experimenting with uh, samson now whether to select him or not because i don't see punt getting a place in either uh, say a one day squad and t20 squad also right so i don't know why he is dropped so if they are going to consider him seriously for 2023 i think they should have selected him now or uh, i don't think there's any point uh, again it will be a repeat of 2019 right chopping and changing of uh, personnel and uh, ultimately it will lead to failure at some point of time right uh, say our again our top 3 will be the same and it will be strong in 2023 too but uh, a failure is bound to happen when you do this chopping and changing in middle order so what i feel is the middle order and possibly every position in the team including the backup should be logged mid 2022 and uh, there should be maybe one or two changes but uh, not more than that surely yeah yeah and uh, just one more point uh, if you look at the success that england has had and if you look at the success that australia had in 2015 it came on the back of a select 15 to 20 core group of players who were consistently back the each and every player knew their strength and they were accommodated one way or the other into the team england had to drop one of their premier power play bowlers in david billy was also a very good bat at number 7 number 8 for them just because archer was available so those are the kind of decisions that i think even bcca should take at times in case you have a better option play the better option and even though even though um, uh, you know you could not accommodate someone who served served you that that long at the end of the day it's purely a question of whether uh, the the player who's coming in has is, is going to have more impact than the current player that's all that was a simple decision for england to make very unfortunate that david will you got dropped but in the end they played archer who in the end won them the world cup so those are the kind of decisions that you have to make yeah fair point but uh, do you think you will find a similar uh, talent like uh, i mean not exactly bowling but such exceptional player like archer uh, who will come in at the last minute for india i mean he that was a different case right i mean he had to get his uh, england citizenship sorted and uh, such things but uh, for me what i feel is uh, again the squad should be logged at least you should have the probables right the 30 man uh, probable should be logged by mid 2022 and uh, post that you need to play the uh, 15 man squad that you have for the world cup in the coming series between 2022 and 23 so now uh, we'll move on to uh, india squad so let me pull out the squad for you so yeah quite surprising really some of the selections what do you think of it krishna uh i think the uh, only surprising selection for me is uh, uh i would say in the bowling because we've gone ahead and picked shardul takur uh shardul takur in uh, in a same world might not have been picked for the odis at least but i think the reason why shardul takur is being picked because there is a chance that hardik pandya might not bowl he did not bowl for the mumbai indians throughout the ipl so i am assuming india also will be preserving his uh, bowling just so he doesn't get injured again uh, in that case uh, there is a question of whether uh, you would play pandya as a pure bat at 5 i don't think you can play pandya as a pure bat at 6 because then we'll be going back to square one with just five bowlers so in that in that sense uh, i think uh, 
that is the only selection that surprises me. They are probably looking at Thakur as a bowling all-rounder, which I do not question. Uh, I think the selections of uh, Gill and uh, Mayank are pretty straightforward. We do not have Rohit Sharma, so it was definitely uh, going to open doors for Gill and Mayank because they were next in line. Uh, the bowling looks pretty similar to me. Uh, Bumrah, Shami, Saini, Chahal, Kuldeep. I think uh, four out of the five will automatically start, depending on our AR combinations. Samson for ODIs is interesting because we already have two potential top five players in Shreya Sayar and Manish Pandey. So in that sense, uh, I'm not sure where Samson is going to fit in. But uh, apart from that, I think it is a very straightforward score. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, uh, as you told, uh, Thakur and Samson were the only two surprising picks. I mean, it was quite surprising to me to leave out Punt, in fact. So, we'll move on to the 11 quickly. So, what would be your best starting 11 and uh, who will be their backups? Uh, I, I think if I, have to, if I have to start from the bowlers, I'll probably play Bumrah, Shami, Chahal, and Saini, I'll probably leave Kuldeep out because uh, I'm assuming Hardik Pandya cannot bowl. So in that sense, I'd be playing Jadeja as my uh, fifth bowler. So he'll probably slot in at uh, uh, six, uh, six or seven, depending on the situation. But uh, in that sense, if I have to start picking the batsman, then uh, I think I'll start with Dhawan. I want Dhawan to be partnered with Mayank because Mayank has been really good form in the IPL. I just think he's striking the ball well. If not for the injuries, he might have been an outside contender for the orange cap as well. So, Davan Mayank will open the innings for me. I want Kohli to bat at three. Um, uh, prior to what happened in the previous ODI series leading up to uh, the coronavirus break, uh, I think it was KL Rahul was batting at four. Uh, given that we do not have Rohit Sharma, I think it is better if uh, there is some experience in the middle order. So, I probably want KL Rahul at four. So that means uh, I think one of Mayank or Shreya Sayer uh, will bat at five. So in that case, I you mean pick, Gil, uh, right? You mean Gil, right? Huh? And, you mean uh, Ma because Mayank is opening, right? So you, you yeah, sorry, uh, sorry, Gil, Gil, Gil or Shreya, sorry, yeah, yeah, my bad, Gil or Shreya. Uh, so in that case, uh, I would probably pay Shreya Sayer at five because I think Gil is a predominantly top four player. And uh, Hardik Pandya should slot in at six because I think he's definitely suited for the number six role compared to Pandey. Uh, he can definitely finish innings and he can be used as a floater as well in case we have good starts from the top four, top five. So in that case, uh, Hardik Pandya slots in at six. And uh, from there on, I would have uh, Jadeja and the four bowlers. So I'd be leaving out Samson, uh, Kuldeep, Thakur, and... Uh, uh, Shreyas, uh, sorry, uh, Manish Pandey. Manish Pandey and Shubhmanji. So these are the players we'll be sitting up for. Yeah, fair enough. I actually agree with, surprisingly, I agree to what all you said now. Uh, I think uh, it looks fine. But what I feel is like uh, uh, the other guys should be given a chance. I mean, this would be, this would ideally be our best 11. But I feel that. Uh, you're taking Samson, Thakur and everyone to all the way to Australia after 14-day quarantine, right? I mean, uh, you're bound to give them a chance. Uh, also, I feel that uh, we have the upper hand here since uh, 
all of them have played ipl and uh, they are in good white ball touch right so we can afford to give them a chance uh, i mean frankly if you ask me this is quite irrelevant series actually uh, we can afford to lose that that won't matter but uh, what i feel is now is the time to try right so ideally what you said that would be our best 11 uh, for the first one day even that would be my 11 but uh, if we go on to win that we can maybe give chance to other players like uh, shubman gill and uh, kuldeep samson i am actually quite excited to see samson on uh, in one day so let's say during the 40 to 50 over mark he can along with pandya provide some plusy blows at the end and uh, that's actually very vital so yeah uh, fair enough now uh, we'll move on to australia oda form so yeah what do you feel actually uh, australia is as i told it's a world cup to world cup team but uh, they are actually quite good contrary to popular opinions they are really good uh, when they play at their full strength right if you have uh, all the top bowlers and warner smith everyone playing that's actually quite a good team and they dominated in the world cup uh, so what do you feel how about australia yeah i think uh, australia has one team along with england that has the all rounder balance uh, they managed to fit in two all rounders uh, who can bowl 6 to 7 overs on their own uh, within the top 7 uh, and they've got four quality bowlers who can bowl their full 40 so in that case depending on the conditions they're able to use their uh, all rounders for extra overs or limit them to how many overs the how many ever overs they need out of them so in that case i think australia is uh, one of the more flexible teams going around they have options uh, left right and center and in that case uh, where do they compensate it well i think they compensated right after steven smith and manas labushain so if they're going to play warner finch steven smith and manas labushain as the top four which i think will will be the top four of the series uh, they end up playing maxwell uh, stoinis and carry s567 i think carry at 7 is something that's uh, fixed you cannot do anything about it he is your best keeper so you have to play him in that sense if you play maxwell and stoinis at 5 and 6 i think the batting takes a slight dip at least in the odi format in t20 i think if they play in australia and if they play in uh, batting conditions conditions i think this is a very very good 5 6 7 t20 level i would say it's a really good 5 6 7 but uh, i think this is where the uh, batting is a, batting is a little compensated but uh, in the recently concluded england series this was the batting that won them again it was maxwell stoinis and carry who uh, joined hands and took them to victory in a, i think it was a slightly bigger chase as well stoinis if i am not wrong was promoted in that game they decided they ended up playing uh, stoinis up the order so maxwell and carry had to come at the back and score hundreds and take the team home so in that sense uh, i think uh, australia's only weakness is that 567 but uh, they have compensated for that slightly weak batting with some really good bowling in the form of maxwell and stoinis coming to their bowlers i think uh, uh, their bowlers have done really well for uh, a good amount of time this has been the pace attack that has played with them uh, played for almost 2 years now i think comment star cases would have been absolute uh, givens in the uh, australian odi setup and agar is a spinner who's uh, who's been used by australia for the past one year consistent i mean previously also he was part of the squads here and there but in the last one year he's found uh, consistent appearances for australia in the white ball format so i think australia have a pretty settled team 
this uh, i think the team that played in uh, uh, the 2019 world cup might end up being the same might end up being the team that plays in the 23 world cup as well uh, so maybe with a couple of changes with the labushain coming in so in that sense i think uh, yeah they have uh, all bases sorted and they have a really good spinner in adam zampa as well so depending on the conditions they can end up dropping one of the all rounders and play the bowling all rounder agar and zampa i think will start as the first first choice spinner yeah sure uh, they are looking at the squad now like uh, they have brought in a new player called cameron green i mean uh, he's had an ordinary big bash but uh, he's doing well in the sheffield shield and uh, they've shown faith in him and they brought him in and uh, i hope he get gets a chance and we'll be able to see him play in the odis and uh, but i feel that uh, shawn abbot will start ahead of hazelwood at least in this series because uh, either of the bowlers i mean it may be stark comings or hazelwood but uh, i think stark needs some international game time so i think he'll definitely play but uh, what i think is uh, abbot may play ahead of uh, hazelwood since comings also has some brand value associated with him uh i think second to kohli in australia it's comings he's the face of australian team uh it's not even finch in fact their captain so as i told uh, the 11 will be what i think is finch and warner to open with uh, smith labushain and at 3 and 4 and of course 5 6 7 is uh, maxwell stoinis and carry uh i personally send stoinis ahead of maxwell because uh, I, I personally feel that Maxwell is more suited at uh, a finisher role, like a proper number six, and uh, Carey is there for sanity, so that won't be a problem. And uh, Zampa, Stark, Cummins, and uh, Abbott. I'll go with Abbott. So he's been having a good BBL, and even in the Sheffield Shield, he's doing really well. So I think he'll probably even start in one of these one of the tests that is. Uh, going to happen next month so yeah i think they've got a really good team i mean the starting 11 is very good but depends whether they'll rest the players or uh, yeah that's basically what you need to see uh, so but the first 11 i think it's pretty strong and uh, it can beat any team on the street ah uh, yeah uh, a couple of points from the squad and a couple of points from your observations one of course is the presence of moises hondrix at uh, yeah, the age of 33 so the understanding is he's had a decent sheffield shield this season and uh, he's a seeming all-rounder so whose place is he competing for uh, ideal choice would be marcus stoinis because he's the seeming all-rounder you might want glen maxwell for his uh, part-time off spin so in that sense i think hondrix uh, hondrix is also a, a established number 5 so that could be another reason why hondrix has been brought in we've seen that marcus stoinis if he comes into face spin initially be t20s or odis he's had a slight struggle and uh, yep. leg spin has been a, a genuine weakness for marcus toynis so in that case i think they just want to give some competition to marcus marcus toynis and they brought in experienced hondrix into the squad cameron green is another name that interests me because he's also coming off a very good sheffield shield season and uh, he is being tipped as the next best uh, australian player by greg chapel so i'm really interested to see Cameron Green in action. I really hope uh, Australia end up giving him at least one limited overs game. Could be a ODI or could be a T20. Not a problem. But I think I just want to see Cameron Green play one game. And uh, uh, I think the lineup is pretty much same for me. 
the batsman the all rounders the keeper and the bowler bowlers except for one i think uh, hazelwood should definitely play because uh, if you look at hazelwood's bowling style it's a bowling style that uh, we as indians have found it difficult over the years um, he is a swing bowler predominantly he bowls up front he is tall his pace is 135 to 140 and he hits the bat hard so in that case i think uh, we as indians have always uh, played the top bowlers really well uh, like so pat cummins mitchell sagar always found a way to negotiate them but it's these you know run in workhorse type of bowlers where we've actually struggled hazelwood has got a really good outswinger and our top top order is has a genuine weakness to the outswinger davan also has a slight weakness to the inswinger uh, from right arm over so in that case i think uh, hazelwood should definitely start because on the on the on pitches like scg and canberra he will get this sticky bounce and with swing and that sticky bounce i think hazelwood would be a definite pick in the side because at scg we all know the ball swings ball definitely swings at scg for some amount of time because if you remember the last odi series jai richardson was the one who uh, wrecked the indian top order i think it was 15 for 3 and he got all the three in no time so i think uh, if someone can break this indian top order at the top at the front with the new ball i think hazelwood definitely is worth a shot so i would i would not play abbot initially i'd probably play hazelwood things don't go well maybe in the last odi or maybe in the second odi can bring in abbot for hazelwood but yes as you said the yeah. uh, the shootout is between abbot and hazelwood i would not drop any of stark or things yeah i mean there's no question about quality of hazelwood surely but uh, yeah i feel that he has been there for the ipl too i feel that uh, he'll be given rest and maybe one or two practice games uh, for the white ball i mean the red ball format so yeah uh, that's fine so let's get on to the predictions what do you feel krishna who will win this series and what would you feel that will be the score line uh, i think this will be an evenly contested series uh India initially I guess start with a disadvantage because we do not have our best opener Rohit Sharma and we need our best opener Rohit Sharma precisely because he likes Australia he's always scored runs in Australia and uh, this has been uh, uh, th- this has been a feature with most indian batsmen most of the top class indian batsmen have always had a, uh, a love uh, liking to australia so in that case uh, i think we'll miss rohit sharma purely from a psychological point of view Uh, but it's a really good opportunity for mayank and gill to prove themselves if they get the chance and of course uh, the middle order conundrum still exists i'd be interested to see how the middle order conundrum is addressed in this series uh, looking at australia they start with the home ground advantage and they're playing a settled 11 so i think uh, i would say this series would be a 2-1 win in favor of australia precisely because uh, um, we have a slightly questionable batting lineup and uh, we are entirely dependent on our bowling to do well in case they roll out roads then it's going to be really difficult for us to contain australia to less than 280 300 and in case they score 320 in one of the two games i don't think we have the batting prowess to chase people oh that was something i did not expect actually so i am totally contrasting what you say i think it will be a 3 0 india win so i'm pretty confident uh, that's been australia's i mean nature right they, they'll uh, 
try out new players and uh, we'll probably play the same 11 that uh, that is the strongest and uh, we got kohli uh, and kl also in really good form that we've seen in the practice game that bcca posted in their uh, story so i'm going for a 3-0 win so let's see what happens in the one day series and we'll get back so thanks krishna thank you for uh, yeah thank you sir thank you for having me on the show yeah yeah thank yeah, you for so having me on the show please so please like share comment and subscribe guys so click the bell icon please don't forget so you'll get notified only when you click the bell icon and follow our twitter insta and uh, other pages if you want to listen you can go listen on spotify or uh, any other podcast platform anchor or apple podcast or google podcast anything so yeah have a great day guys thank you